Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today, it's going to be a great one. We have a guest speaker. Her name's Carol, and I am so excited about this. I want you all to enjoy the podcast, and then I'll talk to you soon. Happy listening. Hello, I'm Carol, and this is my presentation of The Predator, Scum of the Earth, on Rochelle's podcast, Yet Here I Am. Since the beginning of time, the predator has been a constant amongst humanity. No beast in the animal kingdom can reap more damage to a human than the human predator. Nor can any animal destroy the spirit and sometimes even the life of a human more than the human predator. Even within the dregs of society, such as prison inmates, the human predator becomes a despised entity, often falls victim to their anger. I believe there is honor among the worst offenders because they have no respect for the human predator. Who or what is the human predator? The answer is simple, though vague, because their crime is often shut behind closed doors, veiled in the dark of night, and more often than not, hidden by sheer embarrassment of the victim. The human predator is often a beloved family member, a dear friend of the family, or even the victim themselves. The predator can be male or female, but most often it's a male. Was I a victim? Yes, I was, though not to the extent that other children were victimized. I was a young girl just starting to develop into a woman. My beloved grandfather stood behind me and felt my chest. I knew he was violating me, but I felt powerless to stop him or pull away. I am unable to explain why I felt paralyzed. I froze in place until he stopped and I never told anyone. It was many years later when I was a middle-aged woman that I told my mother. She revealed then that he had violated her many times, though she didn't elaborate on the episodes. She ventured to tell her mother, but her mother was not supportive and in fact denied the violations ever happened and accused her of lying. The pain and embarrassment remained with my mother throughout her whole life. As a young person, I never truly understood why she protected me from other male family members. She emphatically stated that when I was home alone, I was never to open the door to anyone, including my grandfather or my uncle. I never knew if her brother violated her me, but I thought excuse me, but I thought it he never did. I developed a mistrust of any male. The trauma of my being violated remained with me throughout my childhood. I shuddered and felt revolted whenever a man, including my husband, touched my breasts. Yes, the human predator I speak of is the child molester. 
They've been in society since the beginning of time. In my opinion, this behavior was considered acceptable, or at least overlooked and or denied, but the behavior continued down through the ages to the present day, oftentimes passing from one generation to another. The abused became an abuser, and on and on went the crime. As an adult, many people confided in me, opened themselves and showed me that I was not alone. Most were women. One was the man who was victimized by his mother. He told me the trauma occurred from the time he was a young boy up until he was a young adult. When he was a teenager, his mother forced him to have sex with her. He was unable to stop the crime. He revealed to me that as an adult, he was unable to ejaculate. The damage to his psychological structure had been done. Another person who confided in me revealed that the predator was her mother's boyfriend. He attempted to molest her multiple times, but she was a very aggressive young girl and was able to prevent him from touching her. She recanted to me that he resorted to pursuing her at night while she was sleeping. Fortunately, she was a light sleeper and awoke immediately upon feeling the cool air when her blanket was lifted. She, excuse me, she surprised the man by grabbing her bedside lamp and clobbering him with it. Of course, that ceased his nighttime explorations for the time being. Her mother worked at night and did not know what kind of man she was keeping company with. She came home just as the man walked out of, of her bedroom, his head streaming blood. When asked what happened, he told her that he was looking for a TV under the bed, raised up and hit his head. Any sane person would know this was a lie. My friend believed that her mother knew of the nature of the man's behavior, but remained in denial. I believe this often happens when embarrassment, shame, and the perceived inability to protect their child overcomes the parent. Another man told me of being victimized by his father. The crime started when he was a young boy and continued into his adulthood. He was sexually abused as well as physically and emotionally beaten, as he described it, to a pulp. As he described the episodes to me, he repeatedly said, and I quote, he was all we had. As an adult, he was still victimized by his father in the form of constant belittling and criticism. At those times, he felt completely drained and felt as if he were the little boy again being beaten by his father. These are only a few cases that I speak of here. The list is seemingly endless. Some victims are able to express their pain and anger. Others, not so much. Within each of us is, and I quote again, an inner child. Some people grow up and cope well with every aspect of their life as it presents itself. Other people are hindered by injuries to their inner child, and until they're able to 
develop the coping mechanisms or skills to overcome past injuries. They may still act out the pain suffered by their inner child. This hinders their ability to mature into the man or woman they are supposed to be. If you're a victim of this heinous predator, please search your feelings toward the crimes. If you're able, open the door to that dark, dank room of suffering and pain. Light a candle in your spirit and shove it into the room to dispel the darkness within. When the darkness is brought to the light of day through self-observation and deep searching of your soul, the pain will abate over time and you can put your inner child at rest. If you know of someone who has suffered at the hands of a predator, talk to them gently and reassure them that it was not their fault and that they are loved. Make yourself open to them if they ever want to talk or encourage them to seek professional help if they are unable to wade out of the quagmire of pain on their own. I will end this by saying denial can be a most useful temporary shield. Unfortunately, such flimsy armor will not last a lifetime. It is best to face your past and do so quickly before your past returns to face you. My name is Carol and I will be speaking to you again soon on Rochelle's broad podcast, yet here I am. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Wow, that was a great segment, wasn't it? I hope you guys enjoyed it. And you can look forward to more from Carol. She has many stories to share, real life episodes. And um, it'll definitely be good listening. Make sure that you click the subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any questions, please drop them below in the comment section. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody.